It's the Weekly AD Podcast here on AndersonRedskins.org and ESP Media powered by Sidem Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Anderson AD Chris Newton and Assistant AD Zach McCorbick. Gentlemen, good morning. How are you? How was your weekend? Oh, doing doing great. Our weekend was awesome, man. We had a lot of ton a uh, ton of great things around here with kids. Big-time weekend. Now we're excited to be on the phone with you guys. Well, we certainly appreciate the time. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, girls soccer, boy, what a way to finish the regular season last week, defeating Kings 3-1 to to win the ECC title. Uh, Carly Steiner, the big MVP with two goals in the game. Uh, Chris, I've got to talk to you about this a little bit here because uh, your daughter Caitlin's actually the head coach at Kings, and you had to rally to take her out to win the title there. Uh, I hope there's not any family strife uh, between you and Caitlin. No, 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 no. We, we, you know, we slugged it out at home, and, and you know, it's like when being little kids, you slug it out, and you, uh, and you look at each other, and everything's good. We don't hold grudges, but uh, I, I think um, I, it was a, it was a very special night. It's a hard night, that's for sure, but it's a very special night. Wanting to see, you know, my daughter do well and her team do well. But uh, knowing how important it was and how hard that these girls have worked to win the league championship, um, it was a it was a great night. It was a great night for everyone, and and Kings played very well. Heck, we haven't had um, really we haven't been behind this whole year. I think Loveland was up on us, and um, obviously uh, Mountain Notre Dame was up on us. They they scored with about five minutes left in the game to beat us one zero, but. But Kings is the only team that had us down, so uh, they played well. They put a good show on, but you know it was it was good to see our uh, our girls win. Absolutely, and uh, Zach. Now they move on to sectionals this Thursday to take on the winner of Western Brown and Princeton. Uh, they have to be feeling obviously uh, on cloud nine after winning the league title. But uh, how quickly do you feel that they'll be able to get refocused and move forward now into the postseason? I think they'll be able to get over it pretty quick. I mean, Andy does a great job with them, and they have senior leaders who know they've been there, they've been in the tournament before, so they know what it takes, and they know the kind of focus that they need um, to go out there and take care of business every day because there's no tomorrow in the tournament. But I think our girls are going to be ready, and uh, we're excited. I think we're going to go down and scout them today, that game, and then um, Thursday we'll be ready for uh, whoever it is, Western Brown or Princeton. On the other side, the boys uh, getting ready to uh, get into sectionals as well on Saturday. Uh, taking, they'll take on the winner of Kings and Walnut Hills. And uh, a different kind of story with the boys here. Kind of a tough way to end the season with uh, three straight losses. Uh, a couple of one-goal one results to Milford and uh, the team in Bartels Road a couple of weeks ago. And then the 5-1 the to result against Kings this past week. Uh, where is their mindset and their confidence level right now going into the postseason? Well, you're not kidding. I mean, we, we've played really well all year and just kind of haven't been able to, you know, sneak a goal in here or there and, and have struggled with a lot of close vic, uh, losses there. Um, Tuesday, uh, I think it was Tuesday, no, th Thursday night, right? Thursday night was, yes. was not a good It was not good. I mean, not good as sugar-coated. It was not good. We did not play well, and Kings deserved to, to beat the tar out of us on that night, 5-1. to one. So, um you know, we'll regroup. You know, Sam and, and, and Mike and, and Isaiah, our coaching staff, they've been there and, they, you know, this ain't their first rodeo. So they'll get the kids' frame of mind right and ready to go. And, um, you know, whoever whoever we play, Walnut Hills or Kings, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be ready on Saturday. That's for sure. 
And Zach, with the uh, the results that were the, the way they were in the regular season to both Kings and to Walnut Hills, did do you, did you, do you get the sense the team has a preference one way or the other? Or are they just looking for revenge on whoever they get? No, I don't think we have a preference one way or the other. I mean, we're going to go into it and we attack every game the same, and we're going to go out there and play as hard as we can and compete. And that's what we're going to do, regardless who it is. So we uh, we're looking forward to whichever one we play. Absolutely. Uh, let's move on to uh, volleyball. Good finish to the season there. Finished tied for third in the ECC, and it, uh, it's a difficult league. As anybody who follows the league knows, it's a tough league in volleyball. But uh, now we're into the postseason here as well. Obviously, it's an exciting time all around for Redskin sports. But now with volleyball, it's going to be in action on Saturday at Sycamore High School, taking on the winner of Milford and uh, Northwest area. You beat Milford twice during the season. Uh, once uh, on the road, a four-setter, and then just at the beginning of this month, you swept them at home. Uh, is there any preference that the players have one way or the other? Would they want to see Milford a third time this season, or would they rather look at somebody else, or does it even matter? No, this, this group, you know, for for at the beginning of the year, if you'd have said this group with everything that we lost uh, from last year with a new coach coming in to say that they would finish – uh, in third place in our conference, which is which is a crazy hard conference, um, you, you know, people would not believe you if you said that. So uh, this group, it, it doesn't matter who they play. Kind of like Zach said earlier, with our you know girls soccer team, doesn't matter. They just want the opportunity to get out there and, and get on the floor and play. Um, so if it is Northwest, that's great. If it's Milford, that's great. We're not going to change anything that we're going to do. We're just going to play good, hard Anderson Redskin volleyball, and and Lauren Olson will have them ready to go. And, and you know, we didn't finish the year strong um, on a last note in volleyball as well as we Kings took it to us on that Thursday night. So our girls got a lot to prove and and get ready and get back to to their winning ways on Saturday. Let's move on to uh, cross country. Had the ECC championships. Out of the West Claremont and Oak Chris, we talked last week. Uh, you were going to be out there loud and proud, and we saw the videos on on the uh, on the Twitter uh, that you were out there. Uh, first of all, uh, were you able to stay out there the entire run, or were, were you uh, asked to leave because you were too loud? Well, I was able to stay out there the entire run, <laughs> but I didn't cover the course like I did early on. And that that girls race, I, I must have saw them about six times because I was running from place to place. And then, and that the old after that one, I I, I was a little bit more stationary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't good. But I but I got to tell you, first of all, uh, huge shout out there to James Collins at West Claremont. He did a great job with that course. He worked his tail end off on getting that course ready. Um, and and we had, you know, like we talked about last week. You want to run as well as you possibly can, and you can run really well and and, and not win. And you know the, the girl from Kings and the guy from Kings, man, they're out of this world. And, and there was no beating them. But I think we had something like 23 of our kids uh, set personal records out wow. on that course. And and it was so it was a great it was a great morning. You know, we came in fifth in both boys and girls, but it was a great morning because to see how well our kids uh, performed there at the end of the year. So, you know, Emma Stanger was our top girl who finished in sixth, and Dustin Pond was our top boy who finished in 18th. Um, so, you know, we'll be ready for districts here on Saturday and, and, and excited. Yeah, Zach, that's got to be that's got to show the strength of the league itself when you have 
23 runners on your squad post set PRs and uh, able to finish fifth there. I mean, that just goes to show how strong this league is in general. And I think that only has to do good in preparing you to uh, advance even further. Absolutely. I mean, this league is, is, in my opinion, one of the best around in every single sport. And, I mean, cross-country is no different. And, I mean, we have some studs, too. And for them to set personal records and stuff, they it just goes to show that they've been working their tails off all year. Andy Wolf does a great job with them. And to be finishing on good notes at the end of the year, it's got to put them in a the right frame of mind for uh, going into districts on Saturday. Two, two of our kids, uh, Alex Ruff and, and Corinne Neighborhouse, they, uh, you know, they've kind of battled just to be on the varsity squad all year. Shoot, they they finished like a minute above their personal best time, and so, you know, on a championship meet when you can perform to the best of your level and, and exceed your personal record by a minute, that, that's unbelievable. So huge shout-out, you know, kudos to those kids. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we had a chance to uh, see her ESP Media out and come out and talk to uh, Chloe Callahan, one of the members of the cross-country, as well as some of your other student-athletes this past week. And, Anderson, we want to thank you guys for allowing us to come out there and uh, do some of those interviews. And if you want to, uh, folks out there want to check those out, those are on andersonredskins.org. So, again, thank you, gentlemen, for letting us come out and uh, – talk to your student athletes this past week uh before we move on before we uh, wrap up here obviously we've got to talk about your uh, your football team here gets a good win against west claremont you stay unbeaten in the ecc and we'll get to what you have coming up this week in just a moment but uh, i want to talk about going back to the win over west claremont being military appreciation night and uh, uh on, we're able to honor anderson grant andy camden for not only being an anderson grant but also his service to our country and we certainly appreciate that uh when you when you go into a night like that Obviously, it's a, it's a special thing for administrators, fans, parents, and what have you. How do the players themselves react to an event like that? Like how cognizant are they of the importance of honoring our military in this kind of way? Well, I think yeah, you know what it does is is we we have a lot of pride around here and and pride in our school and our community, and I think something like that kind of just amps it up a little more because. You know, they're always going to go out there and represent our community and our school and themselves and, our, and their families with pride. But something like Military Appreciation Night only amps them up more because um, there's, a, there's another focus. There's something extra about it. And so um, they were ready to go. Our parents, our football parents and our cheerleaders make these signs that are just enormous signs that they run through. And um, you could you could see a little extra hop, uh, giddy up in the kids' steps on uh, Friday night. And a good way, Zach, to uh, finish it out there, having to come from behind at halftime, but a good fight by the Redskins to uh, shut out West Claremont in the second half and come from behind uh, to win that one in a game you had to have to, to keep pace uh, in the league. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was a funny game because we started out 14 nothing, and then they came out firing, and I think it was 24-22 at half. Or, and then to go and shut them out at half or in the second half is kudos to Evan and Nick Schmidt and all those guys on the coaching staff to go in there and make adjustments because it clearly showed in the second half. I mean, it looked like a totally different defense out there for us. So we were, uh, we were excited, and we are very, very excited for what's to come. You know, and, and the big thing, too, about when you have, you know, things such as Military Appreciation Night, it was a 
it was awesome being able to honor um, one of our greats around here, Andy Camden. He's, he is he does so many things. Uh, he and his family do so many things for our school. But people were absolutely amazed at the contributions he's made um, to our country. They had no idea. So that was a really neat thing. And and um, really, I just play around all day long. Zach and, <laughs> and Patty Sneed, they do the work. It's all and, Patty. And, and so um, putting something like this together, um, Zach and, and Patty did a uh, an incredible job. We had um, Staff Sergeant Rainey Edwards and uh, Sergeant Stephen Rader with our U.S. Army recruiters, and they were here, and they're, they're firing T-shirts in the stands and getting kids excited. Um we had the post three eighteen color guard here. I mean, so it was a it was a special night here at Anderson, and, and a lot of people put a ton of time into it, um, and it was just it was a great night. Well, now the challenge is to keep the momentum going forward into this Friday. You're taking on the team from down in Bartels Road. Uh, both of you four and zero in the league, and the way the schedule's setting up, this could be. And I know you guys don't like to look forward, but uh, I can since I'm not an administrator there. <laughs> <laughs> this could very well be for the for the ECC championship this coming Friday. Obviously, it's it's a road game, so you're going to need Redskins fans are going to need to hit the road and travel out there. But yeah, this is everything that you work for uh, all summer long and the early parts of the regular season. Uh, it's hard to stre- hard not to stress enough how huge this game is. Oh yeah, there's no, there's no denying this one now, and, and um, you know, anytime we get the opportunity to play Bartels Road and anything, it's great. But what happens is when when you have, you know, if they're zero and four and we're four and zero, it doesn't have the same thing. And if they're four and zero and we're zero and four, it's just not the same gel. Us us both being four and zero in the league, and for a uh, tremendous amount of marbles to be put on this. Man, it just escalates it. So, um, you know, we'll be jacked up and we'll be ready to go. The the one thing that, you know, Evan Dreyer will do a great job of is, you know, it's a game. And um, there, there's no doubt about it, it is a huge game. But he'll keep things in perspective to make sure that our kids are ready to, to perform at their best. Zach, uh, what, what, are, what are you looking at as far as this game goes? What do you think your team needs to do? To try and go on the road and get a win against Bartels Road and go to five and zero in the league. I mean, we just have to go out there and play just like it's any other game. We got to play our brand of football, and I mean, it, it is a big night, and our kids are going to be juiced up and they're going to have a little extra adrenaline going. But to kind of calm those nerves early and get into the rhythm of the game and get to playing Anderson football is going to be. I think that's going to be key on Friday, and we are very, very excited to go over there and uh, see what happens. You know the the big thing with them is is um, good gosh their running game is crazy. So um, and and you know one of the bad things for for Bartels Road was their running back Reese Evans um, I believe suffered a knee injury a couple weeks ago and and what a great kid a great family they are and um, so that's sad to see that that he's not uh, able to play. But I got to tell you, they got a kid, uh, the Caden Notton kid. They just stuck in there. He's running for a couple hundred yards a night. So we got our work cut out for us. There's no doubt about it. So it'll be fun. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway because I have a microphone and I can. Uh, can I get a prediction from you guys? Uh, 
Uh-huh. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I, under- I understand. I was, was going to say the Rocky Three pain and punishment. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind, the old Clubber Lang, but we'll see. It, it'll be fun. We're, we're looking for a great atmosphere, and, and uh, we're excited to head over there. Like I said, it, it, it'll be – it's an atmosphere – that um, you, you you know when you're working and you're training all summer long, you hope and you pray that you play in games like this. So um, we'll be ready to go. Uh, I I should hope so. And uh, gentlemen, I appreciate the time here today, and uh, we'll we'll let you get back to your your duties and get you prepped for uh, that game and everything else you've got going on this week. It's been a busy week last week, and uh, hopefully another great week this week. And when we talk to you next week, hopefully more positive results. Chris and Zach, appreciate the time. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. That is the Weekly 80 Podcast here on AndersonRedskins.org and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.